Hey everyone, how's it going? Uh, welcome back to fucking My Setup Sucks podcast presented by me and my setup because my setup sucks. Alright, there's going to be some electronic uh, buzzing in the background. I can't fucking fix it. I, I literally just got my mic to work. I spent 20 minutes just now fucking removing USBs, plugging in USBs, control panel settings, mic settings, software settings all kinds of settings. I don't know what just happened, but I fixed it. Kind of clipped out right there. But anyways, how you doing? I'm not doing great. I'll be honest, but, um, this is going to be kind of a scuffed episode. Um, this is episode 48, I believe. Let me check. Let me check. Uh, episode 47. I'm stupid. So welcome back. Episode 47. Um, yeah. So right off the bat, I'm going to have to upgrade my entire setup. I'm going to either have to buy a new computer or a new microphone or a microphone and a mixer that isn't plugged into a fucking computer because these USB mics have been the bane of my existence for the past two weeks. Probably longer. But anyways, I'm fired up. It's Saturday night. It's 11.46. I'm supposed to be playing uh, Modern Warfare 2 Beta. Shut up computer I'm supposed to be playing modern warfare 2 beta with all my friends and now my friends are ignoring me none of my friends will hit me back one of my friends doesn't have wi-fi so i got fired up on my way home from door dashing and uh, i figured i'd talk about it so this is gonna be a little rant little story story rant rant story story rant time welcome um and um yeah man i w- so let me just break this down uh about a week ago almost uh, actually it's friday night i'm stupid it's friday night not saturday night so about a week ago last saturday i went on a date i went on a date for the first time in probably that long so long ago i couldn't give you an exact like seven years eight years six years somewhere in that span of time um so i haven't gone out on a date in a while so i was talking to this girl on my snapchat put myself out there, I was, you know, I was spitting some game, it was probably really lame, but it worked, I got a date, it was awesome, so I thought, so let me set the stage, I also want to say, I wasn't even going to talk about this date, until what happened tonight happened, but I'm going to get to that all in due time, also, along the lines of why this episode's so scuffed, while I was trying to fix my microphone, dude, I wrote like an essay, I wrote out a full page on notepad, because I don't have word, because I'm poor, um, but I wrote an entire story on notepad and because I was trying to fix my microphone, I was like, maybe if I just hard reset my laptop, it'll work T- totally did not save it. Um, so all those notes are gone, but they're in my brain and they were in my brain when I wrote them. So we're just going to go off a of brain. I'm going to do what I do best. I almost hit the table, but it would have been so loud. I'm going to do what I do best. And that's riff off the top of my dome with stories and ideas that come to me in real time. So, I drove an hour for this date. Now, I know what you're thinking. Desperate, Dave? A little bit. You know? Just just a little bit. So, I drove an hour for this date. <laughs> and it's a Saturday night, right? This town, um, as much as I want to, I'm not going to dox this town or this person. I'm just going to keep it strictly hypothetical. So, I went to a town near the water. Big town. Saturday night. Near the water. 6 o'clock. Now, where I live in my town, that's prime time. 
it's going to be popping. It's going to be lit. There's going to be no parking spots. Everybody's going to be out and about dating, drinking, eating, per- perusing, you know, going out on the town basically, right? So I do my due diligence. Not only do I find a nice restaurant to go to with like an ice cream place nearby so we could take a walk, have a have a scoop or two and a conversation, you know? Um, I fucking, I find a, a restaurant and, and like I, I set some things up, right? What I also do, because I used to live in a city and also I live, you know, kind of near a place I thought this would replicate, like it would be like a comparison, like a replicate of what I'm used to. No, I found public parking because like who wants to fight to parallel park near the restaurant when you could just walk like seven blocks and, um, yeah, so I found a public parking like lot about, like I said, seven blocks, uh, half a mile, maybe not even that far. And like, um, yeah, not that far at all. Not that long of a walk. And also, um, I hadn't been to date in a long time. I'm nervous in public anyway. Um, I'm also like gained some weight. I'm just an insecure bum Dave. That's where I'm at. I'm, I'm bum Dave right now. Right. So I was like, if I have to walk like half a mile, It'll just encourage me to not pussy out and like, it'll get my blood flowing. I won't be thinking about it. I have to dodge traffic. You know, I walked seven blocks to find out there are like fucking nine parking spaces in front of this restaurant. Like not even having to parallel park. You just pull in somewhere. So one, feel stupid. Two, got to piss. So I go to the bathroom, right? Go to the bathroom, talk to the people, tell them I'm waiting on a date, yada, yada, yada. Date pulls up. All right. Now, this is where the first problem arises in this date. Now, um, sorry, um, I lost my train of thought. Anyways, um, yeah, this is where the first problem started. That's what I was going to say. Awkward silence. Anyways, this is where the first problem started. Now, I am not, I'm not a Zayn Malik. I'm not a David Beckham. I am not... Um, I'm not a a dime piece, you know, but what I will say is I'm not a catfish. Now, I won't say that I got catfished, but I will say I was like low key catfished. I was like minor. I was like misdemeanor catfish. Like, you know, like a real catfish is like a felony. You're like, what the fuck? That should be a crime. This was like, ah, you should, you should have to go to court and like pay a ticket with like court fines. But you shouldn't have to serve jail time. Uh, so let me set the stage. Like I said, I've gained some weight. I'm, I don't think I've ever been very attractive anyway. Low self-esteem. Not not super. I don't exude confidence. I'm not I'm not John St- I'm not Rob Lowe. You know what I mean? I'm not John Stamos. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm just me. You know, I'm just me. And I know where my lane is. And I know what my rating is. And I'm cool with that, all right? I operate within the bounds and the rules of my reality, okay? Here's what I'm going to say. I knew that this is going to make me sound like an asshole, but I'm just being honest and I feel like I should have a right to be honest. So I'm going to do that. And this is the place where I can do whatever I want to fucking do. And until I'm big enough to be canceled, nobody can fucking say shit about it. So buckle up, kiddos, put your fucking seatbelts on, uh, get a helmet and prepare because it's going to get fucking dangerous. Okay. I'm not trying to be body shaming or like rude. I knew this girl was a bigger girl when I asked her out. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm fairly overweight myself. But here's the problem. The person who showed up 
was not the person I was Snapchatting. Like, there's a difference between, like, there's a difference between, like, catfishing and I guess just, like, I think it's the same thing, though. Like, if you only take attractive pictures of yourself with the perfect angle, the perfect lighting, and you edit it, and you throw filters on it, you're a fucking asshole, okay? Like, I'm just gonna throw that out there. I don't take a lot of pictures myself. I'm not very photogenic. Um, and above that, um, I don't edit them, I don't think. And I don't really feel like... I don't think I can take a good enough picture to, like, catfish, like, myself, you know what I mean? So when somebody does that to me, one, I feel disrespected. And two, I feel a little bit sad for them that they're... Like, they want to be confident, right? Or they exude confidence, but it's like, you're not. You're bleeding with insecurity. And it threw me off to begin with. Like, I was kind of uncomfortable for the first 10 minutes, right? Uh, so we sit down. I order some PBRs. Paps Blue Ribbon. I keep it fucking gangster, bro. I keep it white trash. Um, I just start drinking beers to, one, get some confidence, and two, try to overlook the fact that I've been catfished. Now, like I said, I'm not trying to be mean. There's nothing wrong with being big. You can be whatever you want to be. Um, that's all on you. The problem is, is that you advertise. Bro, it's like, it, it was literally like those memes about like when they advertise a McDonald's burger and then you get the burger at McDonald's. Like, is is what they advertise. It's just like, not at all what it looks like. You know what I mean? You get what you paid for, but it's like not what you thought it would be. So that's where I was at, and that really threw me off. So then, um, I guess I thought the date went well. We were talking about a bunch of stuff. I thought I was like, um, so this will come in later. I thought I was like having banter. I thought I was like going back and forth. I thought I was like, that was loud as fuck. I thought I was like establishing, establishing. I thought I was establishing, oh my fucking God, I can't talk now because I made fun of myself being able to not talk. I thought I was establishing a baseline of like humor and um, I don't know, some sort of general consensus of like where we were both at. I felt like I was making her laugh a lot and the conversations were all right. I was starting to get over the fact that I was catfish, but not really. Um, and I just kept it going because I was like, man, I drove out here for an hour. I should at least have a decent time. You know, enjoy this pizza. The pizza was supposed to be Chicago pizza. And I know all you fucking dummies out there listening are like, oh, deep dish. No, this was like real Chicago pizza where it's like bar pizza and it's thin and crispy and cut into squares and triangles. Um, and it was okay, but the sauce was so sweet. It felt like they just put tomato soup and then threw mozzarella cheese on it. It wasn't terrible. It was like a, it was like a 5.4. It was like a, ugh. I'd, I'd eat it, but it's not, I wouldn't come back for it, especially after driving an hour. So we sit there and then I'm going to talk about the waitress. It was this old lady, bro. And she just kept coming by and she was making it really awkward because every time she came by, she was like, oh, you kids, you kids are so cute. She had like this fucking, she had like this like Jersey, like East Coast accent. Like, oh, you kids, you kids are breaking my heart. You're so cute. You're sitting here having a date some pizzas and some beers huh look at you too you're fucking cute and she keep doing this and i'm like god damn bitch like i'm trying to have a conversation right now you keep throwing me off <laughs> and anyways um uh so that keeps happening in between all this so for me i guess um 
I guess when when I'm in doubt, right, when I'm put in uncomfortable situations or I'm trying to leave my comfort zone, I usually default to my strengths. And unfortunately, my strengths can be taken the wrong way. I'm really good at talking shit. I'm really good at like not making fun of people, but like cracking jokes. And I'm really good at like debating. So like I try to mold those. <laughs> when I think about saying that out loud, it's not the greatest things for like a first date. But fuck it, like I gotta be who I am, you know what I mean? I'm 25, I'm, it's not changing anytime soon. And also, those are just like core fundamentals of like who I am. And I think most people that know me um, would agree with that. So I just gotta be me, you know? So I'm trying to do that and eventually like the pizza place winds down. I've had a few beers, I get a beer for free. Um, once again, the lady comes over, she's like, you kids, you're so cute. Neither one of you on your phones, you're just talking for hours. It's so cute. Uh, so finally we fucking leave. Um, so <laughs> I'm this is where like I'm gonna maybe sound like an asshole, but with what I'm about to tell you in context of after this date, it'll kind of make sense. So I'm like, all right, bet we leave and we're like standing outside. It's like kind of awkward, and I start to notice. I'm like, there's nobody out here. It's a Saturday night. This is the downtown area. There's somebody out here, so I'm like, damn, this this place is lame, bro. Like, where's all the bars? Like, what's popping? Like, where are all the people? Like, what's going on? She's like, I guess it's not that kind of town. I was like, well, even if it's not like a bar town, like, y'all don't, people don't come out and like, I don't know, socialize and have a fun. Like, this is Saturday. There's no traffic. Like, there's not a bunch of people parked. Nobody's even skating, riding a bike, nothing. Like, it was, it was like a ghost town on a Saturday, and this place was populated. Like, this is a big-ass town. I'm just like starting to, I don't know. I'll say like for like just like future insight. She took this as like an insult. Like I was dis. She said you're making fun of my neighborhood. I wasn't making fun. Of, like I was just trying to establish like a running joke. I guess like I was just trying to, I don't know. Like um, I'll get to this later. So anyways, I'm like, uh, yo, there's an ice cream place down the road. Uh, you just want to walk there and get some ice cream? And she's like, you want to walk there? I'm like. Yeah, you know, it's only, like, three blocks. You know, I figured we could walk have a conversation. And she's, like, trying to get in her car. And I don't, like, really want to force her to walk. But, like, to be fair on my end, I don't really want to get in her car to drive to this ice cream place to sit in her car. Maybe I'm just a weirdo or old school. Um, it just felt more authentic to just take a walk on a Saturday night. And I still remember this bitch looks at me and she goes, Do your thighs touch when you walk? And I'm like, um... They, they do actually. And she like, like half scoffs and like rolls her eyes. Like, oh, okay, funny. I'm like, no, they do. But I took this chance to make a joke. I was like, yeah, it's cause I'm dummy thick. You know, I'm a thick boy. You know, I got some junk in my trunk. You know what I'm saying? Um, cause like, I'm also trying to like, I don't know if she's uncomfortable because she's overweight and she doesn't want to walk that far, but I'm also trying to be like, yo, I'm overweight and I'm willing to walk that far. And we're also going to get ice cream. So it's like, you know, two sides of the coin, you know? Um, this sounds so bad, but I'm just being honest and fuck it. I have a right to be, this is my truth. Um, and I'm gonna speak it. So we like start walking, right? I think we're having a good time. I like made fun of a sign. Um, and I like told her I was like a comic book nerd, nerd, <laughs> fuck. And I made fun of the sign. And then the closer we got, it was for a fucking comic book store. I was like, fuck, I guess I'm not allowed to go there now. Uh, so then we go and get ice cream. She makes fun of like, she's throwing as much shade at me as I'm throwing at her. Like, I thought this was banter. Like, she's making fun of my, um, 
she's making fun of my uh, ice cream choice, so I make fun of hers. Um, and then I like kind of make fun. I guess I was making fun of her town, but it wasn't. It was like, it was like in jest. It wasn't with like malice, you know. Um, and also, like I said, I feel like a few times in the night she would say something. And I would kind of. She said pressing her buttons. To me, it was just like inquiring about what you said and then like the more I dug deep it was like um man I don't want to I don't know how much I want to put this chick on blast I you know what fuck it I'm going to do it uh, so the one time I specifically remember this in the date I was talking about Donald Glover childish gambino and this chick had made a comment like in in like a really weird sarcastic backhanded way of being like Somehow it came up and she's like, oh, he married a white woman. And I was like, what does that matter? She's like, who said it matters? I'm like, well, you brought it up. She's like, well, I was just saying. I was like, but like, why, why, what does it matter? Like, why does she have to be white? Like, what, what's it matter if they're white or black? She's like, it doesn't. I'm like, then why, then why would you make that comment? Like, it just seems like a weird comment to make to me. I've never heard someone say in context of like a black man and a white woman being like and he married a white woman and that'd be like what's the joke i guess i just don't get the joke maybe it was a funny joke maybe somebody can fill me in i didn't get it i thought it was really weird to me it sounded like when i grew up in kentucky and um like my friends would date a black girl and their friends would be like and he's dating a black girl like (laughs) there's like they'd be like i'm just saying like both of you are just saying on both sides of this coin and both of you sound fucking weird. Like it's a weird statement to make. And I remember I kind of pressed on it and she got like kind of uncomfortable, but I also feel like I was uncomfortable hearing that joke. So do I have a right to like, do I have a right to inquire about something that makes me uncomfortable if it makes you uncomfortable? This is why I'm not built for first dates, especially like, I guess, uh, this chick was older than me too, so I thought it would be, I thought it would be like a different uh, outcome. I guess I thought for me it would be like, um, I guess I tend to think people my age or younger would be more offended by these conversations. She seemed willing to have some conversations. She even made some funny jokes um, about her own heritage. I'm not gonna dox her too much. Um, so like, uh, she was making some jokes. That I would be like, oh, okay, it's kind of edgy not offensive, but like edgy. Right. Um, and then it came to this statement and I was like, that's, that didn't seem like an edgy joke. That sounded like a statement of you like disapproving of him marrying a white girl. Anyway, this is a tangent, but this is where I said like my bad traits are also my good traits, like me debating and inquiring. And like, I don't know, I consider myself like a conversationalist. Like I feel like I could talk to anybody about anything. And, um, like I said, I was making her laugh. I thought we had some good times. So, anyways, we go and get ice cream. We walk back. And um, we go to walk back. We just end up in front of the pizza place, like, sitting down eating ice cream outside. We're having a conversation. Um, and then it just kind of, like, devolves into, like, these weird personal conversations. Um, and then, like, I'm ready to bounce. Like, it's been a couple hours. I'm not really feeling it. It was an experience. I'm glad I got out of my comfort zone. I'm glad I went and did it. Um, but, like, at this point... Uh, I don't feel like a huge attraction to this person in person. Um, I don't really feel like a great connection between us. And I don't really, even if there were doors for me to like, 
I don't know, make out with her or like fool around with her. Like, I don't know. I don't, I didn't want to take them at that point. It was like, uh, I really could, I could, like, I could be fucking bothered to do that shit. So I'm just ready to bounce. And I'm like, all right, well, I think we'll walk to my car. She's like, I can give you a ride. I'm like, oh no, like it's a nice night. There's nobody out. So like, I think, um, I think I'm just going to walk. Like, I don't really want to, like at this point I'm ready to bounce and you're, I don't know. Maybe it was like a hint that I missed. Maybe I'm fucking socially autistic and I just missed this fucking, I don't know. Maybe it was like her being like, you should get my car. We can drive to your car. Um, I just didn't really want to do it. And I thought it was out the way and I'd rather just walk and clear my head and, uh, just kind of like get over it, you know? So we're standing there and we're just like going back and forth forever. So this is where I guess I was making fun of her neighbor hold on let me pull out my fucking phone and read this fucking message i'm gonna do it in a minute anyway because that's another segment yeah that's what it was you just kept trashing my neighborhood and talking about how lame everything was it just felt like a bummer well you know what it felt like a bummer to show up to a town on a saturday night that had nothing going on you know what i had going on ambulances Going to the hospital that apparently was half a, like 0.25 miles away from us the whole time. So I started like making a joke while we were standing there just like bullshitting. I was like counting the, um, I was like counting the, the ambulances that were going by being like, damn, your neighborhood lost another one. Nothing but old people just kind of cracking jokes because one, I felt like I was having to initiate and keep the conversation going the entire time, which maybe this is a male problem or maybe this is just like a a dating problem because I don't date. Um, but I feel like this is a male problem. I think sometimes like women and females in general like to, they like to be responsive, but they don't like to initiate conversations. They don't like to ask questions. So then like on the flip side, they'll complain that it feels like you're interrogating them or constantly like joking, but it's like, you're not giving me any material. So if I have to, if I got to do what I got to do, I'm going to default to what I'm good at. Right. Um, so it becomes like that. So I leave, um, um, fuck, hold on pulling up these messages. So I leave and she's like, text me tomorrow or text me when you get home. So I text her when I get home, left on red. Um, then the next day, um, I wake up, my brother came in town and, uh, it was Sunday. So I, w- I was going to watch football. My mom was making chicken and wings and my brother was in town. So I was just kind of busy. I let her know like, hey, I'm busy. I'm watching football. Um, I'm eating some wings uh, and that's that. Um, <laughs> so after that, this is where like bum Dave came in all week. I've been door dashing. I'll be staying up late after I door dash and I sleep all day until it's about dinner time, and then I go out and DoorDash. Now, me personally, um, I just haven't been on my phone a lot this week. I've just been watching a lot of Twitch drama, which I'll dive into later. I've been watching a lot of, like, leak calls, and, you know, I've just been in my own little world. Um, I also had some things going on. I had a job interview on Thursday I was preparing for. Um, but, yeah, I've just been doing my own thing. And, um, like I said, sparks didn't fly. Um but for some reason tonight, I was fucking, I got done door dashing. I was supposed to come home and play Modern Warfare 2 with my friends, but fuck every one of them because none of them are online or hitting me up. So 
fuck you guys. Um, so anyways, <laughs> I decided while I was sitting outside of a gas station waiting for the rain to stop, I was like, you know, um, I hit her up and I kept saying based a lot because she's like older than me and she didn't know what based meant. So like, um, I was just kind of like maybe beating a dead horse. I was just trying to fucking keep conversation going, but I kept saying based to a lot of shit and, um, she like posted some snap and to me, I thought this was like a cute callback to the date. It would be like an icebreaker after not talking all week. And I just replied based, you know, don't know why I did it. And then it was like, let me, this is why I'm gonna pull the phone out. So this is the meat. This is what I really wanted to talk about. This is what got me fired up to record tonight. Um, after not wanting to talk about this all night. So I said, um, I said based, she said, LMAO stranger. I said, uh, sorry, I've been door dashing all week, sleeping all day. Uh, it's tough out here for an entrepreneur because on our date, she says some girl she was talking to at work. I uh, was talking to some guy. He said he was an entrepreneur and it made her cringe. So it's another callback. You know, I'm trying to be, um, I'm trying to be like cute. I'm trying to, I don't know, maybe see if this goes anywhere. Right. Even though I'm really not feeling it. I think I was just bored waiting for the rain to stop. Um, and then she says, bruh, get the fuck out of here with that weak excuse. And I'm like, what, what's, what's the excuse? Uh, she replied, what you just gave me. I was like, I won't be honest. Uh, I'm kind of confused. What do you mean? So she replies to what I said in a snap, and she said, uh, this, my good sir, is a lame excuse. I was like, all right. Um, I guess if you want to be, like, judgmental, um, I was like, that's pretty much what I did all week. Um, it's just, like, a statement of fact. Like, i just been chilling, sleeping all day, door dashing all night, and I haven't been hitting people up, so... Today, I felt like being social, so I hit you up. She says, it's not judgmental. I guess as a grown adult working two jobs myself, if I really wanted to, it only takes two seconds to text somebody or just say what's up, but maybe I'm out of date. Let's bust this fucking myth. You know what I'm saying? These fucking people piss me off, bro. She didn't hit me up all week either. That doesn't get talked about. You know what I'm saying? You didn't hit me up all week either. But because I didn't hit you up and now I hit you up, this a fucking problem. You're going to throw it in my face. This has happened to me multiple times in my life. And I always go, it's 50-50, bro. You didn't hit me up and I didn't hit you up. That doesn't mean one of us is right and one of us is wrong. It's just a thing that happened. Like, these fucking immature people who think just because they're older, they're mature. You're mature in age, bitch. You're getting way past your fucking expiration date, if you want me to be fucking honest, alright? I'm 25, and I'm fucking more mature than you are, to not be all salty. Like, imagine if I replied to her snap story and was just like, you didn't hit me up all week. I'd be an incel, I'd be a creep, I'd be a weirdo. Like, oh, you think I, you think women have to hit you up first, weirdo? Why do I owe you a fucking response? Why do I have to reach out to you? But flip the script and it's like, you didn't hit me up all week. You have a lame excuse. It's like, bitch, I fucking didn't do shit all week. I watched nothing but Twitch drama on my phone like a simpleton. And you know what? It was more entertaining than talking to you. So fucking take that shit. You know what I'm saying? So let's bust that fucking myth. I fucking hate that shit. Oh, well, you didn't hit me up. So it's your fault. But I didn't hit you up and I'm in the clear. Now. This is where I started clapping back because I think like, oh, this is banter. Like, you know, 
um, like she's trying to come at me, I'm gonna come back at her. So I was like, well, coming from someone who said in person, if someone doesn't take me back, I won't chase a reply. I was like, it seems like the pot calling the kettle black. I was like, I guess everyone's different. I didn't get on my phone a lot this week. I'm not as social, I guess. So then this chick's like, well, you never texted me back after your football day, so that's pretty accurate to my statement, but alrighty, I'm not coming at you, so no need to get defensive. I was like, well, kind of feels like you're coming at me. Um, then she's like, I just made a statement. It's not supposed to be accusatory. My phone's about to die. I don't have a charger, and I need these messages. Um, well, hold on. I'll be right back. All right, I might cut that out, or I might not. Oh, no, it says the USB's not recognized. Please, I just need to charge my phone. No. Oh, no. Fuck me. All right, I gotta stop the recording. Hold on. All right, I'm back. I don't know why I was like, oh, I gotta stop the recording as if you guys gave a shit. Anyways, um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I was like, uh, yeah. What'd she say? I was like, oh, yeah, it seems like you're coming at me. Uh, she's like, I just made a statement. It was supposed to be accusatory. Yada, yada, yada. So at this point, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I was like, it's all good. And then I was like trying to be cute and like make a joke. I was like, it just seems like your logic tree is a little flawed. Like it, you, if someone doesn't text you back, you won't text them back at all because you're not going to chase a reply. But if I just don't hit you up, you won't hit me up either. It seems like it seems like you want to use this as a sword and a shield. Like, well, you didn't hit me up, but I'm also not gonna chase a reply, so I'm like, I'm not gonna hit you up either. It's like, well, which one is it? Are you attacking or defending? Like, pick one. Um. So then she doesn't know what logic tree means. Um. Then she said, I'm pretty down to earth, but you left off uh, saying you were busy, so it's not like I'd bother you. Then a whole week goes by. And I'm like, well, that's a lame excuse. Like, if we're if we're really calling out lame excuses, being like, oh, you said you were busy, so I'm just not going to bother you, that's a lame excuse. Like, you're using some shit I said and trying to be like, oh, well, you said you were busy, so why would I ever hit you up? Like, the onus is on you to hit me up, don't you know? Like, what the fuck? Um, so she's like, that's accurate. I was like, okay, we're, we're one-to-one in my opinion. And then she tells me uh, my logic tree is flawed, and I'm like, no. Um, and then I was like, you have, uh, self-admitted, self-admitted toxic traits, uh, that you're using as a sword and a shield. Now this message, I can see like, this is where, like in hindsight, I know this message is where things took a turn. Um, because sometimes when you make jokes like this, if people don't share that humor or they don't get what you mean, they just instantly go into a, either defensive mode or attack mode. This bitch went into attack mode and I went into... I don't really give a fuck about this conversation anyway. This is just banter, and you took this shit serious, so that's on you, mode. That's what mode I went into, right? But looking back at hindsight, this is the message that set off everything else um, for this fucking butterfly effect. Um, so then, and what I meant by toxic trait is I think it's a toxic trait to where, like, if somebody won't just give you all their attention, you won't give them any of your attention. Like, why don't you just be an adult and like if you want to talk to somebody or you think you might want to have a conversation with them, 
send them a text. If they don't, if you like send a text and they don't respond, then be like, yeah, you know, like you didn't reach out to me. And then, you know, I tried to reach out to you and then you still didn't reach out to me. So I thought like maybe the connection was just ending. I thought maybe, you know, you didn't want to proceed with this or, you know, get to know each other, whatever. If you don't try at all and you're like, well, like you just, you didn't hit me up. You didn't give me all your attention. You it, it, like, if you just put 100% responsibility on someone else, you a fucking asshole okay like don't do that it's so fucking lame and toxic to be like i never tried to reach out to you but because you didn't do it either it's all your fault even though i'm reaching out to you right now so because i didn't do it when you wanted it to it's not right so that's what i meant by like toxic traits and she told me in person on the date all this shit about like how she needs constant attention and how she won't like she won't be the one to reach out um, she goes, uh, what toxic traits you're taking this a little deep. Um, so I put like eye rolling emoji and a laughing face emoji. And I was like, this just banter. And she goes, okay. And I was like, okay, LOL. Like, I'm like, I'm not but her. Like, I'm just fucking around here. Uh, she says, well, enjoy your night, man. I guess I read the vibe wrong. And I just typed based. And this is where she got pissed, bro. Cause I just replied base. Like, fine. Like, if that's how you feel base, like good for you. Like, fucking based um so then this is where she starts like this is where the attack mode comes out she goes through text you seem one way but in person you're completely different and um dot 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 kind of come off really asshole like lmao all joking aside it just comes off that way i thought things were cool from our date other than you turning the tables and trying to push my button but this is a different level now this is a deep text. Let's let's decipher this. Through text you seem one way, but in person you are completely different. I would say this is a fair statement for like 80% of people. Most of the time when you read someone's text messages, you don't know their tone. You don't know like if they're trying to tell a joke. Like reading somebody's text messages is really dry form of communication. Emojis kind of help, but even then like you could write an emoji and I interpret that different. So um, this wasn't the part that like got to me. The second part is what got to me is like you come off like an asshole. Um, this is probably true. I would say that's probably my shtick. Like if I had a shtick or if I had to like... Um, you know, I would probably agree with that more than anything. Like, did it kind of hurt? Maybe. Because, like, to be fair, um, I think her characterization is fair. Like, if that's what she thought, that's what she thought. But I will say, in person, she was, like, laughing. She was going back at me just as much as I was going at her. Um, and I didn't really just start going at her out of nowhere. Like, I waited until she said something that, like, could have been taken as a slight towards me and then I you know kind of threw something out there and she bit it and threw it like it was like tennis like she was hitting it back as much as I was serving it up you know what I mean um but that's fine if that's how she feels it in a way and then she said all joking aside it comes off that way I thought things were cool from our date other than you turning the tables and trying to push my buttons but this is a different level so this is why I said this to me is like the same banter as was in person so I guess in text, I can't tell if she means that in person, this would have been funny or because it's a text message. It's not, or like I said, I think one, um, I think like, I just assume everybody knows my humor when I say something. So I think when I brought up like toxic traits that like triggered her because like heaven forbid people have, like I have toxic traits. Some of them are in this conversation. I just kind of say what I want. I don't really have a filter. Um, I'm probably like too blunt for my own good. And yeah, I think sometimes I am a bit tone deaf to like, so was like, 
I'll just keep like if I think something's funny, like I'm willing. I'm like kind of like Kanye and like Andy Kaufman had a baby. Like I'm sometimes I'm willing to like be the only one that thinks something's fun. Like if I think the joke is funny and nobody else does, I still think that's a good joke. Like other people might not like it. Everybody might think I'm a complete asshole and a douchebag. But if I think it's funny or amusing, I'm willing to bear that social. Um, I'm willing to lose like those social points because I just am having a good time in my own head that's a toxic trait like i should probably cut that shit out and try to be more of a, a well-adjusted human but fuck it i gotta be who i gotta be you know what i'm saying um so after that i just put uh well what can i say uh i'm literally joking and just having banter uh it seems like you're the one that took it serious fun fact before i read the rest of my message um i would venture to say 99 percent of the time i've ever heard someone go you're taking this pretty serious man that person is the one that's taking it serious. And I've even done this. Like, I've noticed myself, when I tell someone else, like, I think you're taking this too serious, I'm usually the one that took it too serious to say that because they're probably joking or don't mean anything by it, but I got offended or defensive, so now I'm going to be like, you're the one taking, you're making this serious, man. You know? I feel like that's like, um, that's like usually the one always pointing fingers has some shit to hide. That's what that is. It's like if you're telling someone else you're taking it too serious, you like you're the one that looked into it too far. Ninety nine percent of the time, I'd say nine times out of ten, if you say to someone you're taking this too serious, you're the one probably making it serious. Or you could just not say that and brush it off because as soon as you say that, you've involuntarily made it serious. Because even if that person was taking it serious they might have never said anything about it or like made a confrontation but once you say that you like open the can of worms right um so i tell her um it seems like you took all this serious but like it's good i'm not really sweating it i don't really think any of this is a big deal um but i respect if that's how you feel i was like i don't really know how i was pushing your buttons in air quotes um maybe we just have different personalities like to me like i thought we were bantering to her it was like oh he's pushing my buttons he's trying to piss me off it's like I guess, like, I guess you could look at it that way if you want, but why not say something in person? Um, so this was like the knockout punch from her, but it was like a fake knockout because I just didn't respond because I wanted to keep these messages. <laughs> I didn't want her to block me if I said some like off pocket or out of pocket shit. Um, so I just didn't reply. Um, she goes, I guess so. Banter gets old when it's consistent like that. LMAO. You kept trashing my neighborhood and talking about how lame everything was. It just kind of felt like a bummer. Shrugging emoji. Uh, figured you want to know uh, as like an insight from a female's perspective. All right. One, um, your neighborhood is fucking lame, okay? Your neighborhood fucking sucks. It was a Saturday night. I saw nothing but fucking old people getting carried to the hospital in ambulances and fucking uh, nothing else. Like, I saw one person on a longboard. I saw no people on bikes. I saw no foot traffic. Nobody was fucking out doing anything. No matter where we went, it was dead. And it was fucking 8 o'clock on a Saturday night. So, yeah, uh, your town fucking sucks. It's lame. It's boring. It's full of fucking old, bougie people, all right? Second, you ordered pistachio ice cream on a first date. And you made fun of me for getting, like, chocolate brownie or something. Bitch, if my shit was basic, you're bougie as fuck, bro. Pistachio ice cream? Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? You are you Leonardo da Vinci? The fuck out of here, bro. Um, second off, you look nothing like your pictures. Um, I'm gonna be mean right here and make a fucking fat joke. Your neck was bigger than my thigh. 
um, and it hang, it like hung down. She kind of looked like that lady from Monsters, Inc. who kept asking Mike Wazowski if he finished his paperwork, minus the glasses, all right? Second, we took a fucking four, like, I'm fucking fat and out of shape, too. We took a fucking three-block walk to get ice cream, and you were dripping sweat more than my ice cream was melting on the fucking ground, all right? So... If, if you want a male's perspective, you are a fucking catfish. Two, you fucking don't say anything. So excuse me if I was constantly bantering because you offered nothing of substance to the conversation. Number whatever comes next because I lost count because I'm fucking heated. Um, I think that if you have a problem with someone consistently doing something in person, you should maybe say something. Even on a first date. Why? Because clearly you're a well-adjusted adult who works two jobs. You should be able to have some communication skills and be like, hey, man, um, I, I get you're joking around. Like, you, you might cutting that out for a second and maybe dropping the act. I would have probably been like, yeah, sorry, I'm nervous. Like, it's just my go-to. Um, and I would have probably been like, I just feel like I'm, like, talking a lot. What, like, what did you want to talk about? But you never did that. So excuse me for running out of fucking material and kept making fun of your fucking boring-ass town with all the fucking dead people in ambulances. It, literally, bro, there was an ambulance. Like, I've never seen so many fuck. Like, these ambulances look like fucking Ubers, bro. They were just around the fucking block, bro. They look like taxis outside of a fucking... Uh, airport, bro, just coming and going, coming and going, like, I kept making jokes, I was like, the obituary's gonna be full tomorrow, bro, you just lost 10, 10 fucking people in 20 minutes, god damn, um, so yeah, excuse me if you didn't want to fuck or, like, offer anything up to the fucking conversation, so I had to keep going back to the well to fucking bring up shit out of my fucking ass, like, yeah, sorry, I was falling back on a certain thing, fucking try to work on that next time, fucking... God damn. Holy shit. This is a 40 minute story plus a rant at the end. Um, but yeah, so probably just gonna, I was gonna reply with like some snide shit. Um, but I like had some personal growth and I was just like, I'll let her get the last word. She can think that she like wrecked me and my confidence. Um, while I sit here and shit on her on a podcast for like 15 minutes. Um, but yeah, fuck you, bitch. Your teeth were crooked too. That's why you never smile in your fucking pictures, I guess, bitch. I'm just being spiteful now, but... Yeah, bro, fuck her. Like, I hate people that can't just, um... Man, I sound like an incel, huh? Fuck it, I'm just being honest, bro. But this is a big learning experience for me. It made me learn uh, what I value in a, in, a, in a woman and a female companion, you know? I need somebody who doesn't just get offended at banter. And two, I need somebody who's willing to fucking have a conversation... And also willing to be like, uh, dude, you could even like, that's the part that bothers me about like, it was consistent banter and it's not funny. You could have made a joke. Like, are you okay? Like, you seem like rather hurt. Did somebody upset you? Like I get like, you have to also take a risk in that situation of like, I don't know if somebody was doing that to me, like I would take that risk and be like, you're all right, bro. Like, you know, it seems like, you know, you know, what's your favorite TV show? Like. Just fucking anything. Like, you can break somebody out of that spell. The problem is, is when you don't say anything, you just sit there and you're a fucking... It was like talking to an AI bot. It was just like asking them questions so they can respond. They're not asking you any questions. You know? That shit sucks. And it sucks to put all that onus on me to, like, keep the conversation going and bring up new topics. And then be mad when, like, I run out of fucking uh, material and I have to, you know, maybe use... Keep, you know, beating a dead horse. But, like... 
I don't know. Also, if you don't think something's funny, don't laugh. Tell somebody, like, I don't think that's very funny. Tell somebody, like, damn, that's all you got? Never once. She just kept laughing at these jokes. So, like, maybe stop being fake nice. I think that's another toxic trait people have is being, like, fake nice. If you don't like something, tell somebody that shit, bro. Don't just fucking laugh at it. Because all you're doing is encouraging that behavior. Like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> just a shitty date. Uh, a shitty correspondence with that person afterwards. Um, and I gotta remember to take her off my friends list. Because I'm probably gonna post this on my Snapchat story. And I mean, it wouldn't be the worst thing if she listened to it. I wouldn't give a fuck. I'd honestly be flattered if she listened to me talk for another fucking hour. Without, you know free food or fucking ice cream on the line so <laughs> there's that but yeah like i said i really don't give a fuck i didn't like find an attraction to this person i was rather turned off by the whole catfish thing um yeah i just uh especially after that conversation like that sealed the deal like it probably sealed the deal both ways but uh i could give a fuck about that i care about my shit uh and it sealed the deal for me like definitely cannot progress with that person um but yeah, I mean, first impressions are important, but um, I mean, I feel like I was nice. I paid for everything. I planned everything out. You know, I I tried to do the best I could do and it wasn't good enough. And that's fine with me because, you know, some baskets you want to score. Other times you're like, damn, I'd rather not uh, put me back on the bench, coach. Um, But I will say positive takeaways. I did gain some confidence that one, I could go out on a date. Like I didn't have a panic attack. I fucking drove all the way out there. Um, and even though I was turned off and like, uh, pissed off about being catfished in the beginning, I still stuck through the date. Like all those text messages say one thing, but how she acted in person was another thing. So maybe this bitch is a really good actress, but, um, yeah, she was laughing and had a good time. She even said at the end, I was like, well, this was a sex, uh, successful mission. She's like, yeah, I think it was nice. I had a good time, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like now because like I said some shit she didn't like or I said a joke she took the wrong way. You were an asshole in person. Fucking all you did was trash my town. It was a bummer. It's like we didn't say any of that shit in person. So like one, no balls. Like fucking, I don't know, bro. I really hate that shit. I'd, I'd rather somebody be straight up mean to me than fucking like fake nice to me and then throw that shit in my face later. I think that shit's whack and I think it's fucking weak. I think it's the lamest little shit you can do is to like hold animosity for somebody and like bust it out at the prime opportunity. Like just be upfront. Be like, yeah, well, I'm glad you came out. Nice to meet you. But, you know, you really trashed my town all night. Uh, you were constantly like arguing with me or bantering. I didn't find it very funny. Um, I'd just rather not see you again. I'd have been like, fuck thanks that's so much weight off my shoulders um but yeah so yeah if you want the truth if you ever listen to this i didn't fucking hit you up because you catfished me and i just wasn't attracted to you at all um you probably felt the same so fucking we both win but yeah i think there was some gems of advice hidden throughout this episode um man i was gonna talk about the twitch drama but um i feel like i would need another 45 minutes to do that and I feel like this was already pretty uh pretty lengthy I mean this went way longer than I thought I thought that shit would take me like a half an hour but here we are almost 48 minutes yeah um shout out my homie Brett it was his birthday yesterday he's out at a festival I'm jealous uh so shout out to him uh shit looks tight but yeah other than that man I'm just bing chitting um I've been watching a lot of Twitch. Uh, Twitch is a dumpster fire. 
it's honestly twitch is a giant train wreck and i'm loving watching every second of it um hopefully uh my setup will work next week um and uh, i'm gonna go write a script this week and i'm actually gonna save it this time instead of just letting it get lost and deleted for <laughs> from existence um but yeah so that's my story that's my truth um self-admittedly it probably was a bit of an asshole um but i think that's just like a defense mechanism i think it was just me like being uncomfortable in the situation but like i said that person this person i'm talking about she definitely is like a bit two-faced um to be so nice in person and then to like just um from out of nowhere kind of like uh bring up all this shit you couldn't say in person like that says a lot about you that's what i'll say it says a lot about you that you had to text me that shit a week later instead of telling me that shit in person um i think that's whack um but yeah who knows i'll grow from it a little bit but i also think this is my last uh statement on this i think people are different i think when you go on a first date um it's either gonna work or it's gonna not work and i think i knew like an hour in, like, this isn't gonna work, so I think for me, I was just kind of like, uh, it was like a social experiment at that point, I was just, like, saying shit, uh, you know, throwing shit at the wall, seeing what worked, seeing what didn't, um, so I really didn't give a fuck, so maybe I seem like an asshole, it's probably because I got fucking catfished, and I just, you know, I couldn't give a fuck after that, you know, like, uh, it is what it is, bro, it really is, so, you know what? I bought some running shoes today. I bought some shorts. I bought a hoodie. I'm going to cut the sleeves off Rocky style and I'm going to lose some weight and uh, I'm going to hit the gym. And guess what? The next bitch I go on a date with, she'll probably be better looking and younger and um, not a catfish. So fuck you, you know, <laughs> goddamn. But yeah, I, I'll admit some of that shit sounds like an incel, but I also just think um, this is like a true... 2022 dating story from like a male perspective you know i did everything i thought i was right i was chivalrous uh you know i met her outside i planned the date out i paid for everything i tried to keep the conversation going i was nice i was inquisitive uh but guess it wasn't enough guess i should have had a big old truck and a beard and just wanted to fuck her i guess <laughs> but you know that's not me and that's not what i was there for and um like i said nothing but Really, besides, like, that conversation, like, sparking my fucking rage to be like, you know, I'm fucking, I'm gonna air this shit out. Um, I got nothing but positives. I, you know, I got to see a new town, even though it was fucking boring on a Saturday and it was dead. Like, this shit was dead, bro. Like, I'm not trying to keep shitting on her town, but, like, I am gonna shit on her town now. That place was boring as fuck for a Saturday. I've never seen so many parking spaces downtown in my life, bruh. Like, this your downtown area. This is what y'all prize is, like, your downtown fucking is popping. Wasn't shit going on for a Saturday. I found that funny. I'm 25. Sorry I'm not 30 ready to go home every night and watch fucking Grey's Anatomy while I fucking cry about my traumatic past. Get the fuck out of here. Um, but yeah, so I got to see a new place. I gained some confidence. Uh, I guess I learned some things, um, not the things I guess she wants me to learn or thinks I should learn, just more like you're not the type for me, and the next time I spot a bitch that has this personality type, um, I'm gonna block that ass, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, there's that. Um, damn, weekly recommendation. Man, I, so I've been out of the loop on my podcasting, I've kind of been out of it, um, 
Damn, it's a tough one. Um, you know what? I got a weekly recommendation for you. Uh, Lil Dicky. Lil Dicky is a rapper. David Bird, uh, Jewish, um, MC from out of Philly. Um, most of you guys probably know who Lil Dicky is. He even had a TV show called Dave on Fox. I never watched it, but I was listening to Lil Dicky's first record uh, this week while I was door dashing. Professional rapper. Um, and as um, as much as I think Lil Dicky is like. He's like satire rap. Like, it's supposed to be funny and different and uh, whatnot. I, I still argue I think he's very talented as an MC. I think his bars are great. I think that his technical ability is also really good. And um, there's two songs in particular I'm going to recommend. One is called Antagonist, uh, and the other one is called Truman. Both of these are on his first album, Professional Rapper. The whole The whole record's great, but Antagonist and Truman Show have always been like my silver bullets for like why Lil Dicky is like underrated uh and even his sway freestyles a lot of shit uh Lil Dicky does like a lot of it is like you know he's famous for like the satire shit but like his glimpses of being serious or his glimpses of like real artistic expression um that's not satire it always just hits me so different like Antagonist number one and Truman number two those two songs just show a different side of Lil Dicky um, I feel like if you've never heard them, uh, you should listen to them. Antagonist is like one of the best. Antagonist is like every white rapper should fucking know that song by heart. If you like a white dude who raps, that fucking song is probably going to ring true to you in some, you know, form or fashion. And then Truman is just like anyone who's ever had like a, a dream and took a chance and it worked out or even just thinking about doing that. Um, it's dope. That song got me to watch the Truman Show because I never watched that show in my or I never watched that movie in my life. I listened to Truman so many times by Little Dicky. I was like, let me check this shit out. So um, listen to some Little Dicky. Uh, real quick, top five satire Little Dicky songs: uh, Ex Boyfriend, uh, Classic Male Pregame, Too High. Um. Pillow talking, and um, probably uh, damn, uh, fuck, I don't know, I can't figure out a fifth, but those four up there, good ones. But yeah, check them out. Uh, as always, if you listen to this, even though I stopped posting for two weeks, probably lost most of my fan base and my steam I've been building for almost a year. Uh, that's on me. Uh, welcome back. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go back and cut out some of that dry air. That way y'all don't have to listen to that. And, uh, yeah, as always, follow me on Spotify. I post every week. It's been different days recently, but I post every week besides my hiatus. And, um, yeah, follow me on Spotify, Snapchat, hit me up if you know me personally. If you have a question, a comment, concern, a riddle, or you just want to get in touch with me, you want to send me some fan mail, some hate mail, you know, whatever the fuck you want, justlastweekpodcast at gmail.com. Hit up the snap, just last week pod. Uh, hit me up if you know me personally. Thank you all for coming out and listening. I'll see you next week where I talk about uh, this dystopian world we live in. 